0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. We're all looking for a little bit of relief and respite in this economic environment. And so I know that we'll all be watching the screens as on Thursday the SARB Governor, um, Lissetja Kanyako, will announce the Monetary Policy Committee's decision on changes to the repo rate in the country. Currently the repo rate is at 8.25%, which uh, leaves the prime lending rate at 11.75%. What is the outlook from economists? We're joined by economist Tiko Geds right now, and you can call in on zero eight. 61987000. Cooked, so thank you very much. Welcome to Power Lunch. Hi, Bobby. Thank you for having me. So, the general tone from other economists and experts in the field is that the repo rate will remain unchanged. What factors do you think influence this? What's your view?
1: Sure. I mean, we are one of those um, houses that expect interest rates to remain unchanged tomorrow. The, the major reason behind this is the demand pressures which we think are quite muted at the moment. We're hearing about households falling deeper into financial pressures. Um, and we have seen, even when you look at the core inflation um, lever, which which generally tends to show us whether there are any demand pressures in the economy, core inflation has been lower than what even the NPC had expected, say, throughout the year of 2023. Um, in fact, what is really driving core inflation at the moment is your, your um, core goods, inflation which is mainly vehicles clothing some of your imported items that highlight to us that it's mostly imported pressures, exchange rate pass through that is driving up that number but not necessarily demand so from that perspective we think the npc will stay put um what also emphasizes our view is the the fact that the past three Um, meetings were an unchanged view. So uh, we think the NPC will likely stick to that, especially after November where they showed us that that vote was unanimous. So from that perspective, we think um, interest rates will may not change, but probably we expect the NPC to continue to flag upside risk to to inflation as they have throughout Mm
0: 2020. Okay, so give us a, a bit of a world overview. What can we expect Um, our economy to be this year. I know that external factors always affect uh, what happens here. Uh, Donald Trump making strides in the U.S. to get back into the White House. I mean, this could have a a great effect. What else could potentially affect us? Mm.
1: Yeah, and I mean, maybe maybe starting off from that worldview, as you said, as a small uh, open depending on how you look at it uh, economy um we are very reliant on our trading partners um, If they do well, we also do well and I guess um with the with the latest round of forecasts from the world bank oecd i m f all of them showing us that you know economic growth across the globe is expected to to weaken further. Um, So that's an unfortunate, um, you know, expectation. Um, You know, global economies is expected to only pick up uh, to around 3% over 2025, 2026 roundabout. So this year is still showing us, uh, you know, constraints, especially when you think about um, how interest rates were high quite aggressively across the globe last year and and how that's still filtering through because, I mean, it doesn't happen immediately. There's still that transmission mechanism. And as it filters through, lowering demand, lowering activity, um, we're still expecting that to, to still be happening in 2024 Um, but in the latter part of 2024 you could still see um, or you could start to see interest rate cuts coming into the system alleviating some of that pressure but we are very very concerned about geopolitical tensions Mm -hmm. Um, With 40%, around 40% of the global uh, population and global GDP voting this year, you know, it's a very important opportunity for for populations to vote for new leadership. But at the same time, it could also create a lot of populism. And unfortunately, any election-related spending impetus would once again provide inflationary pressures, compounding what we're already experiencing from supply chains and heightened geopolitical tensions. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of concerns um, but we think that the latter part of the year might bring us some good news. And, and that global narrative fits directly with what we see uh, for SA. Mm.
0: Okay, so we hope for the best in that aspect. Speak to us about um, inventive ideas that must be applied in this economy. I mean, we need some some ideas to deal with inflation so that we don't necessarily always depend on um, the interest rate as a mechanism to control it. mm.
1: And maybe let's start off with what the MPC rule will usually talk about, right? They'll usually talk about moral suasion or... Containing inflation expectations. So, if you and I know that inflation will always fall back to that 4.5% mark, if we know that the central bank is credible enough to achieve their mandate, then we sort of play in line. We set uh, prices. We we expect wages to to fall in line with the with those expectations and that credibility, mm. and that naturally supports inflation lower. But what they also speak to is administered prices in South Africa are quite elevated if you compare to the rest of the CPI basket. We're talking here electricity rates and taxes, um, water. Mm. So all of those uh, price pressures are also very important, especially if you think about how electricity, water is, is being used and filtered down the economy in other areas of the economy. So obviously compounding input costs from that uh, from that aspect as well. So administered prices is one of those areas. But if we think of out, outside the box or outside what the NPC has already told us, I mean, we're hearing a lot about uh, subsidies uh, that could be implemented for certain industries, price caps that could be implemented. Say, for example, if a if a market is oligopolistic, oh gosh, is an oligopoly or is a monopoly? Mm. Um, that then you would see um, those monopolies implementing price increases that are not necessarily in line with the economy. Eskom here would come into a, a, as an example, but. The issue here is some of those um, subsidies that people are talking about, price caps. When we are talking about a monopoly that is within government, it creates an issue, or within the state, it creates an issue around. Um, now you are you are tapping into the fiscal side of things. So unfortunately, everything has um, a give and a take. Mm. People were talking about, you know, lower the taxes on petrol, you know, lower some of those um, hidden costs that people don't necessarily always know about. But by doing that, you immediately impose on on fiscal policy. So it's a give and take, uh, but I do agree with you. Um, You know, it cannot only be the interest rate lever that is continuously pulled. There's all of these other elements that also have to fall in line.
0: Well as things change uh, or even stay the same Koketso Mano will keep uh, an eye on the situation and keep in touch with you economist Koketso Mano on the line with us with what we can expect with the upcoming repo rate announcement thanks for your time You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts